This is Lachlan Rouston. This is Raf Freeman, and you're listening to the fittest podcast in Australia, The Mind Muscle Project. All right, welcome to this video. We're going to talk about how you can dramatically increase your productivity. And this is really kind of specific for the fitness industry, but that's just because we've worked in it, right? Just because we've been uh, PTs, coaches, now gym owners. Uh, but these, these principles really apply to anyone, but we're really talking to you guys that are in the fitness industry because you know we just like fitness people. We know it works. So it's not really going to be as much about the health stuff um, I think if I was talking about productivity, maybe to a business crowd, I would be like, you know, if you guys drink more water, if you get more sunlight, you know, if you exercise more, you'll be healthier and you'll have more focus and that'll make you more productive. But I'm going to make the assumption here, you already work out, you're already pretty healthy, pretty lean, you've got your nutrition sorted, you get enough sleep. So you've kind of ticked everything that you can maximize with the vehicle, right? The vehicle is you, it's your body. And now productivity comes from, okay, what can I actually do? I'm going to give you guys some tools today. We're going to give you guys some tools today uh, where you can actually that are actually based in evidence, right? So stuff that has been studied and researched in populations that actually works to increase productivity. Whereas, you know, some gurus get on here and they just talk about stuff that they've read in a book that they think works or they've done it once or twice themselves and like, I was pretty productive today, so let's just stick with that. This real content, this stuff works for you. So number one is to create specific environments. Now, uh, there is... Uh, there's a lot of research to prove that the majority of every action, every thought that we do that happens through the day is subconscious, right? Which means it happens with us, us intentionally going, there's a mug on the table, I'm going to reach out and I'm going to pick up the mug. If I see a mug and I go, I'm going to grab the mug, 90% of what's happening is subconscious, right? My arm knows how to get there. I don't have to tell my arm to go there. It just goes there. I don't have to tell each finger to close. It just goes, it grabs. I don't have to tell my, my tongue how to swallow. I don't have to tell my stomach how to digest, right? I don't have to tell my brain how much water to drink. It's just so much of it is just action that just happens that if we had to think of every single step, it would be overload for our brain, right? So 90% of the action that's happening day to day is subconscious. So what does that mean? How does this apply to point one? So point one, we want to talk about creating specific environments for specific actions. Now, when you do, uh, the example I always like to use is you don't have to go to the bathroom, right? Nothing about going to the bathroom. Yeah, you go to the bathroom for a different reason. Maybe you want to go get your nail clipper or maybe, I don't know, you want to go get some some cream or a band-aid, something that's in your bathroom. But what do you do 99% of the time? You go to the bathroom, you go there, you use the toilet, right? You go do a one or you do a two. Obviously, you can do a shower as well. But let's say 90% of the time, it's a one or a two. You see the toilet and then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I need to, I need to go to the bathroom. I didn't have to go to the bathroom before. And you take a leak, right? That's because your subconscious brain, every time it sees the toilet, it only does one thing and it sees that thing and it goes, cue that one thing. Even if you didn't have to do it, even if you weren't busting, just literally the cue tells your body, oh, we must be here because we're taking a leak. So that's the example and everyone's kind of experienced that example before. They know how it works. And so that's what you want to create for your productivity. If there's a workstation, right? If there's a, a cafe where you work, if you're in fitness, a lot of people, you know, they go and work at their local cafe near the gym. If there's maybe an area in the gym office, uh, maybe you use a co-working space, maybe there's an area at home, a home desk. You have to be so strict to work only in that environment. When you put that scene on, you can even do stuff to engage you in that thing, right? You can put your favorite hoodie on and put your hood over. You can put your glasses on, you put your earpods in. You might like, I don't know, take your watch off and put your watch next to it in a position. You might put your phone in a certain spot. Like you just set it up so that it's like, okay, every time I come to this spot, I work, I work, I work. If you want to take a call, it's maybe not work-related. If you want to scroll social media, if you want to eat food, if you want to do things that aren't work-related, do them away from that space, step out of that space. So every time you come back, you only know how to work. 
And doing that has a compounding effect. So every time you sit down, your brain and your mind and your focus is able to fall into that state over and over again. The same way that for the 25, 35 years that you've been sitting on a toilet bowl and doing one thing or two things, your brain knows exactly what to do. So if you can create that environment, that's how it's going to work. The worst thing, you know, if you relate it to your training as well, would be like to go to the gym. And this is why like a lot of gym owners don't love training in their gym because their gym is a place where they clean, they're like, they're doing meetings, they're taking calls, they're like working out their staff, they're talking about planning, all this sort of stuff. So they don't always get the best workout in because they're in the environment. They're like, oh, maybe I should be answering these calls. Maybe the staff member clean this thing up here. That doesn't look good. So that's why they like to go to other gyms, even though they own a gym, just so it's like, I go here and I just work out. And every time I go there, I work out. And I talk to people, but I mainly work out. And so it's just easier to go in that different environment and work out. People that don't like going to the gym, why do they go to the gym? Because they go to the gym for one purpose, to work out. And then I know as soon as I walk in those doors, I'm going to walk, walk out and I've done 45 minutes to an hour of training. So create a very specific environment for your work. Yeah, and I mean, I think I don't have anything to add except uh, you, you don't need to do this for every single area of your life, but the most, you can get the biggest bang for your buck if you start doing it for the most important things. Yes. And there's not many of them, right? It's like your work, probably your fitness, if you're into fitness, um, and like your, your social life, like some, some aspect of your social life. You, you nail those, they might be like your bedroom. Mm. You nail those ones, like you, you've got 85% of the way there. I think the worst thing is when those big ones are mixed. Yes. And, and that's where you fall into trouble. Yeah, absolutely. So the next thing, and I think this is actually something that got worse with more technology. I think back in the day when you only had a notebook and a pen, you were actually in some ways more organized. And so, uh, well, it's a double-edged sword. You were more organized, but you were more vulnerable to that one thing going missing. And this is to have a central place to organize your life, right? So a place to house your notes, uh, a place to house your calendar, uh, a place to jot down your thoughts, journal, save clippings or whatever. And that can come with, you know, I use a couple of things, but they're kind of consolidated together um, but generally if you can use one place or one to two places or apps to consolidate all the organization of your life the better as soon as you start having three four or five different things that you use which is so easy with apps these days i'm gonna have monday.com i'm gonna have a trello board i'm gonna have notion i'm gonna have evernote i'm gonna use notes on my phone i'm gonna have a handwritten you got all these places you forget where you've put everything but it's better just to have kind of one or two places for everything now I specifically use my calendar for everything. All the meetings go in there. All the appointments go in there. My entire day gets organized in there. Notes for meetings get organized in events. And then anything outside of that, I use the notes app on the phone. And then pretty much between those two things, I can organize my entire life. It was better back then because I think when you had your your written calendar, remember the the diaries, like the, the yearbook? Oh, like for school. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. like go through the entire year day by day. People use that planning calendar with their notes as well. So they carried around these fat diaries, but had everything in mm. there. They just knew, oh, what was that thing? I wrote it in my diary. What was that thing I was trying to remember? I wrote it in my diary. What do I have next? It's in my diary. This one place, one place, one place. Obviously, if you lose that or it gets wet or it gets burnt or whatever, your whole life goes up in flames. But it was easier in some sense to organize yourself. So use that mentality. It's not going to be perfect like that to be able to create that organization in your life. What do, what do you use for organizing? Uh, Similar. Calendar and Notion. There you go. I like Notion just because we already got all the work stuff in there. Uh, but if you like, I think the the one I learned is that don't use something that you're. It's a drag to use. Mm. So like, wait, if it's a drag, to use, you'll end up opening something else or like writing it in a book, and then you won't get it, and then and then then you're done. Yeah. And it's all over. It's all everywhere. So like, pick something good. It doesn't really matter what it is that that you have no resistance to using. I think everyone needs a calendar. I think that's yeah. that's pretty hard to do without. Next one we got is get the most important things done early. 
I don't even think it really matters like how early, right? In fitness, everyone gets up early. I think it's more about just doing the most important things first, right? I think where you can get really tripped up here is just like, rather than going by the most important things or the, the things you've got in like the work in progress, just going by what you feel like at the start. Cause usually what you feel like are like the easiest and small wins. And then obviously you get a kind of short-term gratification from getting a win on the board, but then often the longer term, harder things like just never get started because every day there's a new influx of text messages and emails and just all the little small wins that you can get. Well, then it's just a lifetime of really small wins that just, I don't know, ends up being a pile of shit. Yeah. Whereas if you can try and tackle those harder, longer ones, tackle them first because everyone's got energy for the small wins when they're tired. Yeah. So there's a famous, uh, there's a famous quote by Warren Buffett. I'm going to butcher it here, but essentially the, the crux of it is if you had 10 things on your to-do list for the day, what you actually want to do is you want to pick the one most important thing and then aggressively avoid the rest of them. Because if you've identified this one thing to be the most important thing above all others, and if it got done, the rest of them would hardly matter. Those things are getting, if those things get in the way of this one thing, then it's going to ultimately destroy your productivity long-term. If you can go after the most important one or two things every single day and actively seek to remove those other things, don't even let them into your sphere of consciousness, then you'll actually be more productive because you'll stay way more focused and you'll go way deeper on the things that get you further and further along. Now, it's hard because you have all this stuff on your list and it is, does, it all is important, but what I've learned over time is it's okay for things that I look at on my list and I go, you know, that is important. That would be great if it got done. But this thing right here, if I can kill it on this thing, it doesn't, it actually makes most of these things pretty irrelevant. And so the best thing you can do is actually take the things, take things off your to-do list. Take things that are really kind of distracting you. You might go, well, I did these five or six things a day, but you missed the one or two most mm. important things. It's actually better to do the one or most important things, but you create this, you know, this, this, uh, fantasy or this this fallacy that well I did five or six things out of seven so I got more done but really what you should have done is done one out of seven and that one thing is way more important than the other five things so in this case the quality far outweighs the quantity when it comes to to-do lists yeah I think it's just interesting because when you yeah when you get into lists you, you do end up looking at it like a scoreboard and you're like today was five out of seven mm. yesterday was like four out of seven but like you're scoring against what game are you playing? Yeah, like, you're putting the things you, on the you list. Just literally made up this game and you, and you wake get, up tick. You get no rewards from it. Yeah, you know, like you you could have got one out of seven every day and it was the best year ever. You blew up your business. Everything went right because it was like it was the right one thing every every single time. So yeah. uh, obviously you got to find yourself here, but it's typically in a, it's typically gonna be. I think the the things are often are things that benefit you more long term. They're usually the ones that. Uh, I think most people, including me, like to put off into the future. They're usually harder problems to solve as well. So they're like long-term, they're harder. They're the ones that get pushed and they're the ones that when you start attacking, um, things will go things will go better for you. Yeah. I think the best thing you did for our organization this year was giving everyone one metric to improve. And that helps them look at their to-do list and think, okay, the one metric I'm responsible for in the company that needs to go up or down or where, where, however that number needs to move these are the tasks that are going to actually improve that number and everything else can kind of fall away or everything get pushed back to not urgent. So doing that, being able to create that is a great thing. You can read a book called The One Thing. It's obviously a great read. It's got a lot of... Great SEO. Do you think people great. are searching the one thing to do? They're like, oh, to this book. Yeah, that is, that what am is I going to do today? This book. That is great SEO. So check that out if you want to go more in depth on this sort of subject, but it does definitely uh, help to increase productivity by reducing the amount of tasks you're going to do. Uh, and then kind of last thing here, well, I've got, got some bonus stuff I'm going to give you, but last big piece here is time blocking. And this is a, something that I've started to do more recently in the last sort of uh, one to two years. And that is actually have, and this, I should tell the story how this came about. So this came about when 
it was April 2021. Uh, our goal was to be making 10 sales a month at the gym in order to survive, to keep locker room open. And we hit April and we got zero. And so panic stations. So we went to a mentor of ours. And we're like, hey, we could be, I don't know, maybe the number of number of days till we go bankrupt is like on two hands. Uh, we really need help. And essentially what he did is he said, okay, uh, let's identify all the tasks you're doing in a day and let's identify what the most important thing is. Again, coming back to this one thing is sales, right? Okay, you need to make more sales. So how many of the activities, let's list out all the activities you're doing today is contributing to that one number. It turned out it's like 20% of our activities, right? And so the most important thing that you can do is actually allocate time to making sure that you do those things. Now, in that particular book, they say a minimum should be like three to four hours a day. I realize that for everyone, that's not that realistic. And you, you might not actually have enough time or enough tasks to fill three to four hours of just focusing on the one thing. But if you can move towards that, that'd be really good. So no, okay, every single day I spent two hours doing this and this is the most important thing. That is gonna move the needle way further than looking back on the week and be like, oh, I did a little bit of it on Thursday and then I kind of thought about it on Friday, but like I didn't really do that much of it. Yet you filled up your entire day doing something. So what you actually need to do ahead of time is block that time in your calendar. Like let say two hours on whatever it is, increasing or doing more sales, two hours of training up sales stuff, two hours of building out the new system, two hours of future planning, whatever it might be. And obviously it's gonna change over time. But if you block that time in, you actually have time to get it done. No one else can book into your calendar. You're organizing your day around it. It's uh, way more effective than what you think. Yeah, it makes a huge difference because I just like the uh, I like the analogy for fitness, which is like, hey, you train clients, you block that time out, you never miss the sessions with the clients. Just do the same thing for the other things you want to do. Yeah, probably not going to be as many, but there's appointments with yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And then there's actually some bonus stuff that you guys can do here. Um, I'm just going to list them off quickly. This is actually to do with, and we've done this in our company specifically, but you may want to do it yourself. If you use, it's going to be for you MacBook users. If you do use a MacBook a lot and you want to speed up, there's a couple of things I do. One, open this preferences and go into the, the trackpad. Learn all the gestures of the hand. It's, it amazes me how many people use the trackpad and use it as if it's a mouse. It actually has four finger swipe, three finger swipes, two finger, all these different swipes that allow you to speed up the movement of apps on your computer. And then the other thing I'd be doing is also increasing your track speed to max. You don't want to have to swipe a few times on your trackpad to try and get from one screen to the other. It should just be tiny movements that move the mouse a very long way. So a couple of those things in there as well that can help increase your productivity over time. Small things, but really the big things you went over as well are gonna make the biggest difference. Um, another one as well, you can use focus mode on your phone. That's something else that a lot of you iPhone users know about. So using stuff like that can, can help. But ultimately, if you do the big stuff we talked about at the beginning, that's gonna help the most. So thank you so much for tuning in. Guys, as always, if you enjoyed this video, hit the thumbs up, go down below, leave us a comment. We appreciate the comments. Read all the comments. We reply to all the comments as well. And then also subscribe. And so we can- uh, Ring the bell. Ring the bell and uh, have more subscribers on the channel. So thanks so much and we'll speak to you all in the next video.